Hey guys, what's up? It's Mel. Welcome to Seat at the Table podcast. I'm so excited to have you here for season two. I know that the Lord is going to do something great in all of your lives. And hey, listen, if you want to support the podcast, comment, subscribe, and share to your family and friends. Everyone needs to hear about God's word. And this is an amazing way to be touched by Jesus. I pray that this season is a blessing to your life and that the Lord may speak to you on the areas of your life that he wants you to work on. God bless you and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to Seat at the Table podcast. I'm so happy to be here with all of you on this brand new episode. This episode is titled True Beauty. And so when we talk about beauty, I want you to take a moment to reflect on what comes to your mind. Maybe some of us, we think of beauty as clothes, as some type of jewelry that we're wearing or cute outfits or the makeup that we wear or how we do our hair or maybe you know we've been taught this worldly standard of beauty that's what i want to talk about in this episode i want to talk about true beauty and where it's found and how it's found we have been raised um with this idea that if we don't look or talk or act a certain way that we're automatically you know cast it out by society or we're automatically not deemed as as worthy or as good enough or perfect and i know that some of you can relate i know that i used to relate a lot um before i, I met the lord and even when i was walking with the lord i struggled with self-image i struggled with seeing myself the way that god saw me so let's talk about it let's be comfortable um with this conversation because it's something that all of us as girls we need to understand and we need to know and truly understand what god is trying to speak to us the standard of beauty you know we have been raised that our looks are what matter that um our waist size or our body type you know is what matters and is what um and is what truly people are looking for but i want you to listen closely to everything that i'm saying and i want you to know that no matter what the standard on this world is on women it's very superficial it's very superficial now women are deemed as you know what they can offer or how how they can dress and so there's this image on women that is so so degrading and we ourselves as women have even related with that we have you know accepted those standards that if you know if you don't have a nice body then you're good for nothing or that if you don't have enough instagram likes you know you're not enough or the picture is ugly or that if you don't show your body on the instagram no one is gonna like you or if you have acne or if you know you have weird hair or whatever the case may be you you know as a woman many of the things that you have told yourself many of the things that sometimes when you look yourself in the mirror you're degrading yourself you're telling yourself all of these ugly things and sometimes we can even fall into the lie that wearing provocative clothes is the answer as well how can we fix how we look on the outside so that other people in the world can like us and so not only has this world taught us that beauty standard for so long but since we have lived in it for so long we've adopted that we have made those lies and those things our own and so we feel like we need to fit in we feel like we need to wear what everyone else is wearing we feel like we need to act the way that everybody is acting we feel like if we don't look a certain way you know we've messed up in life and everything is just terrible and it sucks but i'm here to tell you that that is a lie from the enemy and that true beauty is found in god okay true beauty is found in god and in who he is and when we talk about beauty i know that this is going to take some work in us it's a day-by-day work and knowing that true beauty is found in how god sees you 
And for some of you, you are still trying to get there with the Lord and with your relationship with Him. And that's okay. But I want to bring light on these topics because it's so difficult for us as women in the world today because of the pressure that we have to look a certain way or to be a certain way so that we can fit in with the world. But God, He never called us to fit in with the world. He never called us to be like how the world wanted us to be. He always called us to act differently, to be set apart. And this lie from the enemy on our looks is so disgraceful. Because listen, if I'm being real, women were created by a man's rib, by Adam's rib in Genesis chapter 2. You want to know what the rib does? The rib in the body is what stabilizes the spine. It's what holds the body together. Do you understand what I'm saying here? The moment that God created you, he created you in his image. And God knew in the moment that when he created Adam, that he needed a suitable companion for him. But God just didn't make the woman to be a companion in a, in a marriage to the man. But because he knew that the moment that he created a daughter, a woman, she was going to be created in his image. And God wasn't looking at the way to, to, to dress her, the way to make her look. But his image was enough and is enough. So I wonder, at, at what some point are we going to stop accepting? Are we going to stop embracing what the world says about us? What the world wants to make us look like? And accepting and embracing those lies and living in them. And instead living in the fact that you were created in God's image. And... I know that it's difficult in this world and every single day you're faced with the temptation of having to look a certain way or act a certain way or dress a certain way. But God, God wants us to know that true beauty is found in Him. So when you look at beauty, as you're listening to this podcast, I want you to look at it differently. I want you to, I want you to look at it as the way that God sees beauty. God looks at beauty from the inside, not from the outside. And from the start... Many women in the Bible were so imperfect. None of them were perfect. Most of them, you know, were outcasts. They were introverts. And they were deemed as worthless by society. So these women were not only accepted, um, were not only not accepted by the world, but they were also deemed as, as not being enough, as that they weren't smart enough, they weren't good looking enough, that they were in sin and they were disgusting. Like, all of these things happened to many women in the bible let's talk about the adulterous woman the adulterous woman everybody hated her because of her sin but jesus approached her and told everyone let anyone that is without sin cast the first stone so what i see here are many women like when sarah made hagar sleep with abraham because she forgot the promise that god gave her so for some of my new listeners this story is really cool um, but Hagar was Abraham and Sarah's slave. And so since Sarah, you know, she was taking a while to have children because God had made a promise to her. She got impatient and she asked Hagar to sleep with Abraham. And so, you know, she just forgot about the promise that God gave her. But there's something in Sarah that happened to her that she felt like she wasn't good enough because she was also very old. And so she thought that her age and how she looked, you know, could be impossible 
forgot to fulfill that but what i'm trying to say here is that god saw the pain in the outside of everything that was going on in the world and everything that women were experiencing and just the backlash that we were going through all the women in the bible went through these things they went through tough times another great woman of god in the bible is ruth and ruth she had moved into a completely new place and so you know she was looking for a person to save her generation normally uh, the brother of your husband would be the one to redeem your generation to redeem everything so that you wouldn't be left without a man so that you wouldn't be left without a husband but in that moment you know ruth was going through a lot because ruth had just moved into a new place and now she had you know to find a man that would redeem her a man that would save her her generation her bloodline and so that she wouldn't be put to shame but god provided for her god provided a, a man for her boaz and they got married and boaz redeemed her generation and so i see a god here who meets women where they're at who meets women in their pain and in their broken beauty standards who meets women in the fact that they think that they're not good enough or that when they look in the mirror something is wrong with me and god replaces those lies with the truth of his word god even saved rahab which she was a prostitute back then in the old testament through her filled faith-filled actions when she was helping god's people in jericho rahab helped those people and she was saved because of her faith you see god didn't look at her sin because he knew that later on she would not only become a woman of god but because there was a process that was going on first god needed to save her god wanted to save her to show her that he doesn't look at us and points the finger he looks at our heart and so jesus was always there and woman in the bible always played a vital role towards the kingdom of god some of them didn't because some of them were so focused on their beauty standards some women in the bible like david's first wife michal she was very superficial she was very self-centered and focused on 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 how she looked like and focused on what she could have and another woman also in the bible is delilah delilah was you know a woman she was also an enemy of god because she was a woman that from day one always went against god and wanted to destroy what god was trying to do but what am i trying to say here biblical womanhood you either become a woman of god or you end up becoming someone that is focused on what doesn't matter and on what the world thinks is right and what god says is wrong and so i want to invite you to take a closer look at what true beauty as a biblical woman looks like and in first peter chapter 3 verses 3 through 6 says your beauty should not come from outward adornment such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes rather it should be that of your inner self the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of great worth in god's sight what i see here number one is true beauty is found in god and what he says about me you see my beauty should not come from what i wear or from my how my hair looks like or my jewelry or the kind of clothes that i put on but rather it should be of my inner self because my inner self doesn't fade 
my inner self only increases if I choose to allow the Lord to work in me. And God is not looking for us to have all of these things on our body, but he's looking for a woman, a, a woman of God with a gentle and a quiet spirit, a woman that doesn't fit into the standards of what the world uh, wants to say or wants to put, but instead God is asking us and inviting us into acting differently, into becoming a woman of God. And I'm going to finish this verse. It says, which is great, which is of great worth in God's sight that's the greatest that is one of the most amazing things that i've read in scripture that the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is of great worth in god's sight not only do i know that true beauty is found in god but in what he says about me and number two true beauty is becoming a woman of character of faith and of relationship with god number three two true beauty is about what is within and not on the outside and it's not that you can wear all these things and you can't dress nice or whatever but don't let that become an idol don't let that become an issue and don't let that become the way that you define yourself or your worth because i promise you that god is not looking at what you wear but he's looking at what's in your heart because he has made me in his image in his likeness i know that the way i carry and view myself has to be different i know that i need to change the way that i'm thinking or viewing myself or acting because god has a standard and his standard is him he, he is the standard he is where true beauty is found because it's not in what i wear it's not in how i look but it's on how I'm becoming more like God. So when we think about beauty, let us not shift off to the woman on Instagram and how they dress or how people you know, want us to be or, or to dress or to act. But instead, let us dig deep in scripture and relationship with God and realize that true beauty comes from within. It comes from the work of God in our lives. Amen. Let's read verses 5 through 6 of 1 Peter. For this is the way that the holy women of the past who put their hope in God used to adorn themselves. They submitted themselves to their own husbands like Sarah, who obeyed Abraham and called him her Lord. You are her daughters if you do what is right and do not give way to fear. So not only do I know that this is the way that holy women in the Bible put their hope in God and how they used to dress and how they used to act, but I know that the moment that these women did what God called them to do and how God called them to act, not only were they becoming true women of character, but of honor, of dignity, and of strength. And so I want us, I want that to be a reminder that we don't need to act like the world, that we don't need to look at other women and compare ourselves. We don't need to look at other women and think that we're not good enough or that we don't have what she has or we don't wear what she wears or whatever. Or this guy's never going to like me because I don't wear certain things or act a certain way. But instead for us to understand that what's worth it in God's sight is a gentle and a quiet spirit. I want to read Proverbs 31.30 that says, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. I love how God simply puts this, that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. Beauty is not going to last forever. Listen, there's going to come a moment when we're all going to be gray and old, okay? We're going to have wrinkles. We're just, you know, listen, we... <laughs> 
I'm laughing, but it's true. I think this is the first time that I ever made this kind of joke. Um, but I hope you guys laughed. But it's also so true that beauty is fleeting. That we're gonna be great and old, y'all, in like 90 years, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit, you know, different. But God is looking for a woman who fears him. And that's the woman that's supposed to be praised. A woman of character. A woman that looks at God and longs to do his will and be obedient in what he's called us to do. You see, a woman's commitment to the Lord is what truly matters in life. And I realized that from the moment I decided to, you know, take off and shake off the lies of the enemy in my life and in how I looked and in how I viewed myself or what I thought of beauty... I finally started to understand the way that God sees me, the fact that I am his daughter, that I am loved by him and that and that he formed me in my mother's womb, that my days are written in his book. And I want you guys to understand this and to truly see that no matter every day that you go to school and you see all of these things, I promise you none of that will satisfy you. You will see many, many people in the world trying to go after fleeting pleasures and treasures that literally fade, that over time, they don't last. And one of them is the standard of beauty of this world and how women are supposed to be. But the way that God calls us to live a holy, biblical womanhood life is so beautiful and is so amazing and is something that lasts forever there's nothing more beautiful than knowing that when you get to heaven you know the lord is going to look at you and he's going to know you and he's going to know not only all that you did for him but the way that you chose to surrender your life and even those worldly views for a spiritual lifestyle rooted in god's word and when you look at the bible and the more that you get to know God, you will see that he always chose an imperfect person who was an outcast to do his work. But he always completed that work in them. And their life was always left for different, for his glory. Amen. So I want you guys to be reminded that true beauty is found in God. Maybe you need to surrender that today. Maybe that's an idol that's in your heart that you need to place in the Lord's hand and you need to repent. So if that's you, I want to pray for you. So close your eyes and bow your head. God, I thank you so much for this message. I thank you for the way that you're speaking to us about where true beauty is found. I ask you in this in this moment, Father God, for repentance, for repentance for everyone that's listening, Lord, that has placed an idol on how they should look, on how they should behave, on how they should act, Lord, on the idol that they've had in their lives of the worldly beauty standard. And instead, Father God, we repent of those things and we put on what you say about us, God. We put on, Lord, the fact that a gentle and quiet spirit is so much greater in your sight god that character and true true relationship with you is what matters god there's nothing in this world that will satisfy us but you lord in this moment we repent from those idols god and we commit our lives to you god we decide to leave those worldly ways behind lord and focus on living a holy life with you lord help us to see ourselves the way that you see us help us to act the way that you call us to god we want to please you with our life in jesus name amen awesome thank you so much guys for listening to 
our new episode true beauty is found in god this is um a first peter series that we're going to be doing so this is part one and part two will be uploaded next sunday and part two is called how to live for god in this world and so i'm so excited to share the word of god with you thank you so much for tuning in this is your host mel rodriguez at seat at the table podcast and i'll see you next time